guys, it's PM Mathis, your global indie author distributor, and I hope that you've had a great week. We know that this is the great time of the year, it's the holiday season, and so I am creating a series called Greatest Story Ever Told for um, such a time as this, and this one is called Salvation. Now, remember, I do um, Facebook Lives and Instagram Lives. I do it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Instagram on Tuesday, Facebook on Wednesday, Instagram again on Thursday. Now, I do it between 8 and 9 p.m. I'm trying to adjust my time, trying to figure out where my sweet spot is so people can jump on with me. But this is a a collect a collective thought process of bringing all that information to you. So I hope that this is going to bless you and give you some insight, give you some opportunities to go back and do a little bit of um, research on your own time. Now, as you know, I am merging my Young Living business, and this week we worked with Sacred Frankincense. And let me tell you a little bit about this oil. Um, it has a great little um, earthy, kind of spicy kind of um, aroma. Now, this is good for calming, meditation, relaxation, promoting a higher state of spiritual awareness. Also, is a great little skin oil, okay? I use it a lot um, with some creams and things that I've made for my daughter. We know that frankincense was given to our Lord and Savior. So if it was good enough for Jesus, it's good enough for us, right? And as I said, I'm merging my Young Living business with my passion, which is writing and speaking. And I'm doing my due diligence by letting you know what my books are. The first one is You Are God's Love Story. The second one is Daddy, You Can Hold My Hand. And the third one is ordinary princess now those can be purchased on lulu amazon barnes and noble amazon barnes and noble and books a million those can be purchased online so go out there and support your girl okay like i said this is my series greatest story ever told this one is called salvation and I use the, the letters in the word save to create a understanding of what this salvation topic is all about. So the S I said stands for search for God. Okay. The A affirm God exists. The V value God's voice. And E, expect to be heard by God. We know that salvation means the preservation or deliverance from harm, ruin, or loss. And we know that that's what Jesus did on that cross for us. And this is an opportunity for you to understand that as you search for God, he will reveal himself to you. So be in a, put yourself in a position that you can hear God, that you can recognize that he is speaking. He is engaging with you. He wants you to surrender, to surrender your life 
style, your situations, your thought processes for his. Because we ultimately know that God has our better thought process. He has our best interests at art. And without him, we kind of are left to our own devices. And we know that our own devices, <laughs> they don't get us anywhere. They don't do much for us. So search for him. Engage your brain. Evaluate and respond to life situations because God is more evident than he's not. If you look at the changing of the seasons, if you look at how your body heals, if you look at how a woman can have a baby, those things suggest that God does exist. So search out those things that make it evident to you. And even in certain situations, you can search out those things that would debunk, you know, somebody saying to you that God doesn't exist. You know, even with that, search that stuff out. Get ask and pray about getting a clear indication of who God is, what he would have you do, how he wants you to approach the world. And in doing that, then you affirm God exists. Because I don't I don't know how you could actually live in this world and really say that God doesn't exist. I am of the mindset that I have watched my life change so dramatically. For an example, I sent up a prayer. You know, I, I did a budget of what it would take to have my monthly bills taken care of. And, and you know, with just simply one job and me not having to stress over it. I prayed about that thing, put a number down on paper and and I just kind of left it alone well I just realized the other day that God has given me that number and more and that was even before my car got paid off so I'm saying that to say that right there affirms that God exists for me I have to give him the glory, the honor, and praise because I just simply put it on paper. And in, in the midst of me putting it on paper, I don't even know if I thought in reality, because I was looking at what I was making at the time till what I'm, I don't even know how it all came to be except for that God answered that prayer. That's all I can say. That's all the evidence I need that affirms that my God exists, but that's not the only thing he's done for me. You know what I'm saying? I'm just saying that is one of the recent things that has been brought to my thought process into my heart. So you have to affirm that God exists. Then you value God's voice because God will tell you what it is that he would have you do obey the voice of God. Now, I'm not saying it's going to be some loud, audible voice, but it will be that inner knowing, that conviction that says, okay, God, all right, I get it. You know, like I said, God convicts. He does not condemn. He will bring to your thought process, okay, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. You know, maybe I shouldn't have spoke to that person that way, or maybe I shouldn't have that thought about that person. He will give you that insight and wisdom that helps you live a productive, kind, successful life. 
Now, understand that success is maybe not what somebody else considers success. But you know what? If I can get up each and every day, surrender myself over to God, be kind to others, then I have personally lived a successful life. So you have to recognize and give value to God's voice. Okay? The final step, expect to be heard by God. You know, you putting your prayers out there, don't just assume that God don't hear you. Don't just assume that, you know what, this is wasted time um, and he's not going to answer. God hears your prayers. Now, if it's for you, if it gives life, I mean, if it gives value to your life, God will honor that. But now everything that we ask for is not good for us. Oh, I'm back. As I was saying, everything that we ask for is not always good for us. But God does hear every one of your prayers. We have to make sure that we submit ourselves to the actual prayer that we ask. And here's what I mean by that. We have to make sure that it is in God's will. And you know if it's in God's will, if he makes that thing come to pass. Now, you can't wish for somebody else's husband. <laughs> you can't wish for somebody else's home or their wealth or any of that kind of thing. God is not one to take from somebody else to give to you. That is not what he does. Your will must align with God's. And then that door will be opened. He will make come to pass those things that are for you. Why? Because God knows your end from your beginning. And you have to trust that. You have to honor that. And by you submitting your prayers to God, know that they're, they are handled with care. That God really does love, honor, and respect you. And if it's for your good, he will make it come to pass. Or that or what you're praying for may not show up the way that you expected it to. But understand that if it's given to you and you couldn't do it for yourself, that is God answering your prayers. Okay. And so I hope that this has been beneficial to you. I want to definitely leave you with the scripture of the week and which it's Romans 13 and 11, which reads, and do this understanding the present time. The hour has come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. We don't have time to sleep, people. And as we watch the world um, transition from the things that used to be wrong to now they're right, we know that our time is getting shorter. So we don't have time to sleep. There are people that need to hear the good news of the kingdom. And it's our responsibility to make sure that given our gifts and talents that we put it out there. Given our abilities, we put it out there. Given the wisdom and determination that we have that comes from God, we put it out there. God expects us to be the hands and feet of him. We have to go out here and we have to plant the seed. We don't make it grow. That's God's job. But if we don't ever plant it, they won't ever know. Okay? And like I said, the question of the week. Why would you suggest living a Christ-centered life 
style. And if you don't know who he is, first you have to receive him, which I'm going to help lead you into that before I leave you. And then once you pray the prayer and receive Christ into your heart, I want you to go out and tell somebody. Why? Because then you have been adopted. You have been received. You have been um, considered a joint heir with Christ when you receive him into your heart. Okay. Father, we thank you for coming into our hearts, for forgiving us, for loving us, for giving us a surrendered, determined, repentant heart in order to come to you as clean and as open and as, and as willing to re to hear from you and receive your will as we possibly can be. We thank you for turning us around that we no longer do those things that would keep us away from you. We love you. We appreciate you. And in the awesome name of your son, Jesus Christ, we do say what? Amen. Hey guys, this is P.M. Mathis, your global indie author distributor. And I hope as always, 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 I want you to be what? Blessed. Thank you guys. And I'll talk to you later. Bye.